1: From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that showered. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Kids. True, I did.
0: I was going to say, you don't smell as bad today as you usually do. So thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: I appreciate you. <laughs> My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football a Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the Facebook.com, or on Twitch or on YouTube, although we're not live. I probably shouldn't have said that. Or are listening <laughs> to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here in this chair, sitting over there. I need to stop slouching. I've been, a have been, I've been
2: big slouch guy lately.
1: <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making it sound good. She's the Duchess, of the dork. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi.
0: Hi. I gotta ask, is your shirt because you went to the library this weekend?
1: It's not, not because I went to the library this weekend. I, but I also, I found saw it. that
0: on your Instagram story, and I got super pumped for Hank. I
1: also found uh, it in my drawer, so it okay. clean. So it was both. Yeah, we went to, the, we went to the library. Hank was. A fired up.
0: Yeah, he I could tell he, was, he looked uh,
1: pumped. He was like, "There are a lot of books here because we haven't been able to go to the library." Yeah, you
0: know? no, He had his little mask on and he looked so cute. I was, I was really pumped when I when I saw that.
1: He had his mask on and uh, and we went. And I think we checked out four books. Oh yeah, and, uh, big book and energy. He was fired up, including <laughs> including, not to, not to flex on y'all, oh. but a Paw Patrol <sighs> learning how to use the potty book.
0: So oh man,
1: you leveled things,
0: up this weekend! Big things
1: <laughs> popping <laughs> in the Tepper household. Today is Monday, May third, twenty twenty-one. Two hundred six days till Thanksgiving. Episode one thousand one hundred fifty-seven. One one five seven. The number of at bats for Jerickson Profar in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. You know, it's weird. If we didn't name our kid Hank, we were gonna name him jerkson, Yeah. And so that was sure. one, one and one. A,
0: yeah, so. I'm sure uh, my wife was super mm. uh, pumped about that. <laughs> uh,
1: on today's show, my friends, we've got headlines, including uh, a thriller in the FCS ranks and some uh, other news and notes from around the state. In the back half of the show, we'll recap it. The 2021 NFL draft uh, as it pertains to Texas high school and Texas college players uh, presented by our friends at Panini America, PaniniAmerica.net. We'll have our NFL recap, draft recap coming up here at the back half of the program. So let's get right into it, Pickle. We've got some n- headlines from around the state. And we will start with uh, the football game. Yeah. Uh, we will start with, uh, you know. Dub. the Dub traditional, season. <laughs> the traditional Sunday thing in the spring.
0: Yeah, FCS football. FCS <laughs> Playoff semifinal football. or
1: quarterfinal football. Um, you know, first Sunday in spring, that's what they say.
0: Mhm. It's a, it's what uh, they it's a say. tradition around here it's a in tradition. the
1: tradition. State. <laughs> uh yeah. So the uh the FCS playoffs are, are roll on and the Sam Houston Bearcats have uh have slayed the dragon. Yeah. They found a way. They beat North Dakota State 24 to 20. Um this was simultaneously an exhilarating game to watch. Mm-hmm. And also, I almost threw something at my TV.
0: Yeah. Because, yeah, that fourth quarter.
1: Because the second half. Yeah. The whole game. No, no, no. The whole game. <laughs> Let me back up a moment, okay? And I want to start by saying this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It is not easy to beat North Dakota State. North no. Dakota State had been to, before this past week, had been to nine consecutive national semifinals. Mm-hmm. And I think they had won uh, eight of the last nine or nine of the last ten National titles. Okay. They are the powerhouse in FCS football. Yes. So beating them uh, should come with no caveats, should mm-hmm. come with no asterisks. Yeah. You don't it need a, a but no. their quarterback. <laughs> you do not, you do not, um, you don't complain. You don't no. ask questions. You just run away and say, We did it. We beat we them. We beat the Bison. <laughs> and that's what they did. Sam Houston did. Um, a couple of things while I was watching this game. Mm-hmm. Um, watching this game was. Such a frustrating experience. Yes. As somebody who, I I don't think I have to hide it, I was hoping that Sam Houston would win. Yes. I hope that's not a weird take. Um, You know, we're a Texas football show. That's kind of what we do here. (laughs) And watching this game, whenever Sam Houston had the ball Mm -hmm. and it was offense versus defense, I was like, Sam Houston's the better team. Yes. And whenever North Dakota State had the ball and it was the North Dakota State offense against Sam Houston defense, I was like, Sam Houston's the better team, mm-hmm. okay. And then there were the special teams, <laughs> and I'm sitting That's here. So chaotic. I'm sitting here. First of all, Sammy or North Dakota State is they're down ten uh, nothing, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, Sam Houston's up ten nothing. They have to punt it away.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Blocked punt out of the back of the end zone, out of the kind of the side of the end zone. Yeah. Uh, in for in for safety. Okay, ten to two, right? Then, I think they go down and score, 17-2, mm-hmm. and yep. you're like, this is it. Back
0: in the Take them to church. Dagger.
1: <laughs> pew, 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 pew. North Dakota State returns the ensuing kickoff for a touchdown. <laughs> and then, and then, they return a punt for a touchdown. Yep. To tie the game. Mm-hmm. This is a North Dakota State team that, in my opinion, I don't want to say they were overmatched, they but like get anything they were not—they mm-hmm. were not anywhere close to the better team.
0: No, if you and take y- special teams out of it, it's it and, is and yet the whole time. Sam
1: Houston could not make a single play <laughs> on special teams, and I'm sitting here going, "Oh my god!" You just need one tackle. Are you going to spit the bit? Mm-hmm. Because you can't cover kicks. Yep. Is that what's going to happen? But instead, uh, Eric Schmidt puts on the case. Uh, he runs for a go-ahead six-yard touchdown run with 3.39 left. Mm-hmm. That was another thing. Um, I'm not going to pretend to be a national FCS uh, expert. Right. I'm not going to pretend to tell you that, um, that, that I've seen every FCS team no. in America.
0: On a normal year, you're not tuning into every FCS game.
1: And I'm, I'm not in the spring either. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, not. I'm paying attention to the Texas teams, and that's about it. Yep. It's my job. How, on God's green earth, can you watch Eric Schmidt, the quarterback for Sam Houston, and be like, "Mm, that's not one of the top 10 players in America? I'm sorry, how can you watch him and not say that's not one of the top three players in America at the FCS level? I mean, this kid... Some of Eight. the throws that he Phenomenal. made, not only, not only did he come through when it counted and, and ran for the go-ahead touchdown, he ended up throwing for 227 yards and a touchdown. He had a couple of throws that were like, I mean, th- they were the kinds of throws, let's be real, they were the kinds of throws that if Justin Fields made them, oh, we yeah. would never stop seeing the highlights.
0: No, it would be consistent. They would open up SportsCenter with it every time they possibly could. I just
1: don't, like, I don't understand. The, what I'm talking about is that he's not a finalist for the Walter Payton Yep, award. That I
0: was just going to say, Shahan tweeted that out, and it's like, how, who?
1: What are you watching? What are you watching? Am I, Why? like, do I just, like, do I, do I? Do I just have football wrong? Are you actually is it is it supposed to be is it like golf? Like are you supposed (laughs) to have the lower score? Exactly. Because I got to tell you, if the goal is to have the higher score, then Eric Schmidt's pretty good. I just don't understand. Like I don't know. Like I will never like that. Feels like such a. And I want to be very careful when I say this because I've been guilty of this in the magazine. That feels like something you just forgot. Yeah. Really and truly, that's the only way that I can explain it. How you don't put. Eric Schmidt, who is the captain and the leader of what may, in fact, be the best FCS team in America Mm -hmm. on the Walter Payton Award finalist list. I just— that, that it feels like something that they that they there's, set the list in yep. and they high five. They go, "Hey, we remember to put Eric Schmidt on there, right?" And it, they go, oh, oh crap! crap. <laughs> well, we can't fix it now."
0: Exactly, because if you watch, yeah, if you watch one of the games, there's just there's no denying it. No, so they, there's they no just, denying they, how good this kid is. There's just no eyes on him, I guess. I just,
1: I, I don't get it. Maybe <laughs> maybe uh, the signals blocked out of Huntsville. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Sam Houston is through to the national semifinals. They will play James Madison. Um, in the semifinal, so uh, no rest for the weary. No, nope. uh, it's another a, it's a another task. big game, uh, coming up here, uh, coming up here in uh, f- this week against. Which uh, day is that on? Sam, oh, when is that? It's a good question. Uh, Sam Houston, James Madison. We're gonna find out together, guys. Good. Um, they play Saturday, Saturday at one thirty okay. on A B C. Oh, the American let's go. Broadcasting Corporation. So, All
0: right. you can watch it. Big on time. The rabbit ears. Yeah, there is no reason not to watch it at watch this point. Watch the
1: Dukes and the Bearcats. Okay, other headlines from around the state. Uh, and we will get by the way, we we, we have a full segment about drafts, so if you're here for the NFL draft,
0: patience. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, some sad news to report coming out of um coming coming out of the, uh, the I, I suppose I mean, I don't even know how to how to describe it, but uh, the, one of the legendary uh, Texas teams um, has lost a member uh, in um, in the uh, Pete Lamons. Pete Lamons, former New York Jet, but uh, but known around these parts as a tight end on the 1963 Texas Longhorns team, uh, has, uh, has has drowned um, in in what appears to be a boating accident. This is a guy from Crockett, um, and a uh, a guy who took helped the Jets to the AFL championship, but then mm-hmm. also was a member of the 1963 Texas Longhorns uh, drowned. He was 77 years old, but Pete Lamons is dead um, at the age of 77, a uh, a a key cog in that 1963 team for, for Daryl K Royal and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, uh, that's that, that came down. That was late last week, but it, I, I read it the other day and it kind of shocked me. So right. Pete Lamons, uh, uh tied in of the 1963 Texas team, uh, dead at the age of 77. Um, down in San Marcos, to stick with the college ranks, mm-hmm. down in San Marcos, uh, Larry Tice is stepping down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry Tice is the athletic director there at, uh, at Texas State. He was responsible for overseeing the transition from FCS to FBS. Mm-hmm. He was responsible for hiring Dance Francioni, who's h- responsible for hiring Everett Withers. He was responsible for hiring Jake Sbavital. He's retiring after 17 seasons. Um, normally. Uh, whenever you see an athletic director change, mm-hmm. you wonder about the job security of the head coach. Absolutely. I would say that that makes 2021 even more important for Jake spavittal mm-hmm. just to prove to whoever the new guy is, hey, I um, know what I'm doing. I'm worthy
0: of sticking around don't here. You,
1: don't you worry about it. Uh, but anyway, something to keep an eye on. Larry Tice, the athletic director at Texas State, uh, is stepping down. Um, speaking of stepping down, um, one of the – I would say one of the more underrated Texas high school football coaches uh, maybe ever okay. um, has decided to retire. And I'm talking about Blake Bryant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Bryant uh, is, is, uh, re- is uh, retiring at Canyon. He had been there uh, for 21 years. He racked up 158 wins uh, in that time. He was always uh, a, a gentleman to deal with. 21 years there at Canyon. Um, he met his team uh, and told him that he was retiring. Um, he's the son of Bill Bryant, who is a THSEA Hall of Honor member. Um, he's a graduate of Dublin High School. This is a guy who bounced around a little bit. He was in Pasadena Rayburn for a year before he went to Odessa High as offensive coordinator. Went to Temple for a bit before he settled in in the panhandle there in Canyon. Uh, but a, a, a terrific, terrific football coach out there in Canyon who probably never got his due. Uh, but uh, Blake Bryant has called it a career 158 wins in 21 seasons. So we certainly wish the best for, for Coach Bryant, who's always been uh, a good friend of Dave Campbell's Texas football as well. So uh, wish the best for him in retirement. Um, some sad news from far out west. Um, and I, I hate to – boy, it just feels like I'm doing nothing. But um,
0: Yeah, that seems to be the trend the past couple I'm doing of weeks. Bad, I'm
1: doing bad stuff. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big jerk, but we all knew that. Um, and that is um, the that Don Brooks – uh, Don Brooks, the legendary El Paso Coronado coach, has died uh, at the age of 79. Uh, he was the head coach at Coronado for 35 seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is the dean of El Paso high school coaches. Yes. Uh, he That's is a good the way to put guy. It. He's the guy that everyone says, "Well, if I could just be a little bit like Coach Brooks, then I'll be okay." Right. Out there in El Paso. Uh, a couple of years ago, boy, now it's like six years ago, something like that, time has no meaning, I went out to El Paso to write a story about uh, football in El Paso, both with UTEP and then at the high school ranks, mm-hmm. and the name that you heard all the time was Coach Brooks, was Don Brooks, was uh, what he did at, at, at Coronado was, um, was, you know, unmatched fundamentally, I mean, this is a guy, let's put let's put it this way, and obviously it's different circumstances, right, I'm certainly not comparing the two, mm-hmm. But this is a guy who has 228 wins in his, in his career. Gary Joseph is at 227. Less time for Gary Joseph. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that, like, from a winning ball games perspective, I mean... He's up there. Don Brooks is, 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 is one of the best that's done it. And a, a terrific, terrific coach. Uh, dead at the age of 79, Don Brooks, the legendary El Paso Coronado coach, has passed away. Um, elsewhere, another uh, coaching move... Uh, Rowlett, you may remember our good friend, Doug Stevens, mm-hmm. Doug Stevens, who still is involved and in, very heavily involved with the seven on seven. I think
0: he's still the big man. In I charge. think he's
1: still the, uh, the grand poobah. Yeah. yeah, it's actually on his business card. Yes. Um, he, uh, he, <laughs> Can uh, confirm. he w- uh, he retired from Rowlett after a long career there. Uh, so Rowlett was open. They have found their, uh, their coach. They have hired Allen office coordinator, Derek Alford mm-hmm. to be their new head coach. A lot of shifting sands there with the, obviously with a new coach at, um, in at John Allen. Morris. Mm-hmm. They have hired the South Lake Carroll offensive coordinator, Derek Alford, is now the new head coach at Rowlett. Congratulations, to Coach Alford, who lands there out in East, in East Dallas. And finally, I want to direct you uh, to TexasFootball.com uh, that our friend uh, Matt Stepp has a really, really good piece up about uh, a a a, uh, a coach who is turning, um, who's deciding to use tragedy. Uh, Use tragedy is the wrong word. Turn tragedy into yes. um, something positive, and I'm, I'm talking about uh, the story of what's going on in Cthulhu. Cthulhu has hired Marcus Booker uh, to be their new head coach, and that is probably something. Let's just be. Um, let's just be honest. You probably you probably don't uh, think a ton. About Catula uh, High School football,
0: it's not a powerhouse name no. that really comes to no. mind. No, <laughs> doesn't spring to mind.
1: On Wednesday, uh, they hired Marcus Booker to be their next athletic director and head coach. Uh, he had been retired. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a guy who had been at Cthulhu and, and from 2002 to 2008, uh, he led them to a state semifinal in um, uh, during that span. Uh, really got them to the best heights that they've ever achieved. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had been retired and out of coaching. Um, he has decided to, to get back in the coaching game uh, inspired, by, um, inspired by, fueled by, however you want to phrase it, um, the, uh, the passing of his wife. Uh, his, his wife passed away due to COVID-19 during the pandemic. And um, he, uh, um, he, he uh, Matt, said talk with him mm-hmm. about why he's getting back in the coaching ranks And he, he basically said, um, you know, that football is helping to fill the void. That this is a guy who who obviously, you know, whenever you lose your spouse, it's a tragic situation. He's using football and getting back into football to help fill that void. Uh, He said he's got that itch to get the the whistle back on and and playing and, 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 you know, an opportunity to come back to uh, the site of his great success there Mm -hmm. in Cthulhu. Uh, was too much to uh, to pass up, especially c- considering the circumstances. Um, he's a he's a a Jetson grad. He's a disciple of D.W. Rutledge mm-hmm. and a guy that um, on
0: that expansive coaching tree. Certainly,
1: certainly. And so this is going to be a guy who um, uh, keep you know keep an eye on Catula. It's an interesting story out there, and Matt Steph got a great piece up on, on TexasFootball. Uh, dot com. So make sure you check that out. And those are some headlines from around the state. We are Texas Football. Today, we're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's, Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I hope you will consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Okay. So the reason I look tired, the reason you see these bags. It's bag scissors bag the reason I look tired is because I've been up late working on the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I was writing the 5A preview last night. Um,
2: uh,
1: and so <laughs> Thrilling. And so uh, if you want your copy of the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, you want it mailed directly to you before it hits newsstands, you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com. Subscribe our subscription package. You get two magazines, including the the summer edition, mailed to you before it hits newsstands, uh, as well as a recruiting edition, plus a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com. If you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. And uh, furthermore, uh, if you want to go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe, it's a great gift. Sunday is Mother's Day. Sunday's Mother's Day. Textual dot com slash subscribe. Uh, if you go to uh, become uh, a Dave Campbell's Textual Insider or make your mom a Dave Campbell's Textual Insider, she would love that. She would definitely but love that.
0: Also, real fast, I uh, I don't know how much you looked at the Dave Campbell's Instagram account this weekend, but uh, our digital director, William Wilkerson, was down at the Hall of Fame induction. Mm -hmm. And uh, if anyone hasn't been to the Hall of Fame, go check out our Instagram. Um, It's just at Dave Campbell's. Um, But it's really cool. Will got some really cool pictures of behind the scenes stuff at the Hall of Fame and all of that. So if you haven't been there, uh, go check those out because Will did a good job kind of capturing the sights and sounds of that.
1: Most certainly. Most certainly. So uh, go check out our social media feeds Mm -hmm. uh, and check out everything going on at the uh, Hall of Fame this weekend. Okie dokie. Pickle. I don't know if you knew there was a sporting event this weekend? A sports-adjacent event? Sports-adjacent. There were no (laughs) sports being played. We are going to recap, not recape, the (laughs) 2021 uh, NFL draft as it pertains to Texas, uh, here in the state of Texas. And look! Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Another great year for Texas in the NFL draft. 33. Texas high school. Oh. Football see, players. See, here's the thing. Now, and, and that's, a, that's a cause for a little bit of, of debate, okay? Okay. Oh. What is the number? Because my question is, what do you do with a guy like mm-hmm. Kellen Mond? Kellen Mond, uh, of course, played uh, football in San Antonio mm-hmm. before he transferred for his senior year to IMG Academy in Florida. Mm. Do you consider him a Texas high school football uh, product? I uh. say yes. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm a jerk, and I'm in this for me. Uh, this is brought to you by our good friends at Panini America, paniniamerica.net, uh, for uh, the latest uh, trading cards. I know that's all the hotness right now. Everyone, the cr- cards are back. Everybody's uh, uh, trying to get uh, their hands on some some cards. Uh, and so if you go to PaniniAmerica.net uh, for cards and stickers, that's where you can find uh, TexasFootball.com. Uh, it's where you can uh, you can get a link there. Yeah, and Panini they come America like instant. Net.
0: That was so cool. Oh, yeah. I just think that that's insti- so cool how the they instant. can do that. Like, it really is. You would think that that would take a hot minute.
1: So <laughs> Texas produced the most uh, – players this year in the NFL draft, uh, 35, 34. It doesn't matter because uh, in second place was California or Florida with 32. So no matter what, however, however you slice it, Texas has the most players. And there was, now this is, this, this is not as big of a gap that we've seen in, um, this is not as big of a gap that we've seen in past years. For example, in 2020, Texas produced 33 and the second most were tw- was 23. They lapped the field. Mm-hmm. So Florida helped catch up. But what you ended up seeing here in the 2021 NFL draft was, again, a lot of domination from the, um, from the, uh, the state of Texas as far as uh, players uh, going uh, throughout the course of the draft. We mentioned it earlier today, but, or, or last week, rather, that uh, there were three Texans taken in the first round yes. of the NFL draft: uh, in Jalen Waddle from Bel Air Episcopal, mm-hmm. um, Rashawn Slater from Fort Ben Clements.
0: and then the twofer, and then <laughs>
1: Peyton Turner, the uh, from uh, Houston Westside as well as the University of Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, then, when we got into the uh, the second round, was when things kind of got things kind of hit a, another level. That's when things like the depth really started to show for the state of Texas, starting in the, in the second round. Uh, you had Levi Onward-Zurike, the tackle at Allen. Good job, bud. Went to, went to Washington. to on. It's early. Uh, <laughs> only had half a cup of coffee. Uh, he went to Washington at number 41. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Trevon Morig, um, yes. the, the safety out of TCU – Going number 43 overall to the Raiders was uh, maybe the steal of the draft. See, oh, course, absolutely. From Valley. I thought he was among the best defensive backs in, in, in the country last year. I think in we fact, all think agreed on that. He won the Thorpe Award uh, last year, so he, he certainly uh, got something. Walker Little from Stanford and Bel Air Episcopal went uh, number 45 overall. Then Sam Cosme, the tackle from Texas, uh, went from, from a tuxedo, went number 51 overall. Uh, Daria Adiyangbo, uh from Vanderbilt and a Carrollton Ranchview. Super mm-hmm. cool to see Carrollton Ranchview go on the board in the NFL draft. Yeah. He was 54th overall in the second round uh, to Indianapolis. And then uh, Nick Bolton from MIZ mm-hmm. uh, and Frisco Lone Star goes 58th <laughs> overall um, to the Chiefs uh, there, as well as uh, Kyle Trask goes in the second round uh, to Tampa Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. He will get to learn under Tom Brady. And of course, Kyle Trask uh, very famously, not the starting quarterback at Manville. It uh, now yep. goes 64th <laughs> overall in the NFL draft, so pretty good little run for him. Speaking of quarterbacks, um, in pick 66 in the third round, uh, Minnesota drafted Kellen Mond mm-hmm. uh, out of uh of The pitchers
0: were awesome. Did oh, you yeah. see the pitchers mm-hmm. from his celebration at the house? That was really cool. Very
1: cool. Um, Kellen Mond goes 66th with the, uh, a very nice uh, pick, at number 69, Joseph Osai. Uh, goes nice. to Texas out of Conroe Oak Ridge, uh, Milton Williams out of Crowley, uh, who was one of the best players in Conference USA last year, mm-hmm. uh, at least from a defensive perspective. Yeah, from Marshall. Um, he, he goes to uh, the Philadelphia, That's number 73. Uh, Mansfield's Paulson Adebo, goes 76th to Stanford, or uh, out of Stanford goes 76th to the Saints. Uh, super cool to see uh, playing with Brandon Stevens out of mm-hmm. SMU. Uh, going uh, 104th overall, Baron Browning. Of course, um, at one point he was on the cover of our recruiting ma- a magazine. He goes 105th overall to uh, Ohio State. Another round. I'm sorry, that aged Ohio well. State uh, <laughs> Den- uh, to Denver, and that rounded out the day two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so so really, I'll be honest. The first round with only, especially before. Um especially before uh you know Peyton Turner got picked at 28, mm-hmm. which was you know I think a little bit of a surprise to some people yes um before he got drafted, I was a little bit worried like oh, two, two Texas players the first yeah especially because what's going go Florida, on Florida
0: Georgia and California yeah. were kind of they were going they bang, were bang, 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 bang 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 yeah but,
1: but by the time Friday ended I was like ah, we're good we're good yep. because then you got into the uh Saturday where a lot of guys got their name called. I won't read them all. You can find them all on texasfootball.com. Uh, but of note, I thought that the Rams got a great steal in Bobby Brown out mm-hmm. of Arlington Lamar, the Texas a and defensive lineman. I thought he was fantastic. Um, the, I believe the first – uh, if you don't count Kellen Mond as a Florida kid, and I don't, <laughs> then the first the Texas player who didn't play high school or the first Texas college player mm-hmm. who didn't play high school football here um, got drafted 123rd overall with Zach McPherson, the, the corner out of Texas Tech, mm-hmm. um, uh, when he got drafted by the the Eagles. Uh, there. Uh, elsewhere, I thought that, uh, you know, the Steelers did well to grab Dan Moore out of Texas A&M, mm-hmm. 128th overall.
0: The Bucks grabbing Jalen Darden.
1: Call. Do you, I was going to say, do you want to <laughs> give us a call?
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll call. call
1: 129th overall, the Bucks grabbed Jalen Darden in the fourth round. Uh, then we got a run on wide receivers because Tylon Wallace went. Mm-hmm. Buddy Johnson, uh, I thought a great a great pick for the Steelers. Yes. Uh, to go grab Buddy Johnson out of the Pride of Dallas Kimball go Knights uh, and in Texas A&M uh, with the 140th pick. Uh, Taquan Graham uh, out of Texas, mm-hmm. uh, another guy. That was a guy – This is it, like, this just shows my age. Because he was on that Temple team that went to a title game and lost to, to Highland Park, which was the first of their three-peat. Yes. And Takeon Graham was one of the most physically intimidating people I've ever stood next to. That Yeah. That, is a, that was a large child.
0: Was that in 15? 16. 16, I want to say. 16, okay. I guess that 16 sense. sounds
1: right. 16 or 17. 16. I think it would be 16. Anyway, Taquan Graham uh, is now a member of the <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. Caden Stearns is a member of the Denver Broncos after going uh, to – and he was a former um, Super Team uh, Defensive mm-hmm. Player of the Year uh, in Dave Campbell's Texas football uh, of note there. Uh, elsewhere, um, Ernest Brown the fourth out of Northwestern goes to the Rams, uh, the defensive lineman out of Dan Ryan. Cool to see him uh, get drafted. Marquez Stevenson, I don't know how in the world he fell to 203rd. Uh, yeah um i, I have I don't, no idea I, I just don't i mean i know i mean i know why which is that he was hurt for mm-hmm. 2020 but like like Talk you know a there's sleeper
0: pick I you mean, know
1: there's film before that right yep uh i think i thought that was a fantastic well, and what was the, the injury pills. again it was a knee injury knee, if I okay i was just to so it's but not I, you know
0: i think it was one of those things that it didn't feel like it was gonna have insanely long-lasting effects, too. Let's which see, is what one was of those things.
1: Um, Marquez Stevenson. Uh, they said it was. A, they said it was an undisclosed loca- or a, a injury, a pit, okay. but it was. It was a leg injury. It was a leg injury. Yeah. So I don't know if they ever came out directly. Yeah, I was
0: up. just wondering if they were concerned that it might be a reoccurring thing at that point. Because other than that, yeah, I was shocked he fell that low.
1: Former Dave Campbell's Texas football cover boy. Sam Ellinger mm-hmm. uh, is heading to the Indianapolis Colts. He was uh, actually on the cover twice because uh, he was on the secondary uh, cover, if you remember, with Todd Dodge. Mm, yes. Um, and then he was on the cover of the 2019 uh, edition. Um, he went 218th overall to the Indianapolis Colts. Jack Anderson, uh, who was, one boy, one of the best high school offensive linemen I think I ever watched uh, at Frisco. And he went to Texas Tech. Uh, he got taken by the Bills in the seventh round. Kerry Vincent. This is what's cool for me. Is that I remember these kids being super teamers. Like I remember these guys like laying out oh, their yeah. names in the magazine, and be like, "Man, Kerry Vincent. Like now he's going to be on the on the Broncos, right?" Uh, and then, finally, and I mean this finally, we had Mister Irrelevant. We did. Mister Irrelevant, of course, is is uh, the, the the nickname pick. for the final pick of the NFL draft. And this year, we've had in uh, a couple of years. Uh, I was going to ask ties. if you knew we've had some text ties in the past for Mister Irrelevant. When the Irrelevant. last one was. Um, I want to say a couple years ago, maybe like 2018 or 2019, there was Mister Irrelevant. Okay, I can look that up actually. Um, but we have it again, as uh, Grant Stewart, the linebacker from Houston and the pride of Conroe Oak Ridge, goes 259th overall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, he was, I mean, an all-conference safety and linebacker, uh, mm-hmm. kind of hybrid uh, guy. Look, whenever you're drafted that late, I mean the chances of you sticking with that team are a little bit low. Mm-hmm. But I will just tell you that that was uh, that was pretty cool.
0: But again, like, I'm do you know who it was?
1: <laughs> it was 2018. It was Trey Quinn. Oh, Trey Quinn yeah, got drafted yeah, yeah. out of uh, got out, drafted out of SMU. Yep. That was the last time we had a Mr. Irrelevant. That's
0: funny. But again, Mr. Irrelevant still means that you heard your name get called Absolutely. at the NFL draft. And you're not a free agent. You
1: get like a parade. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You get a. Well, what do you do? You get a. a you get a parade uh, in. Um, some uh, Newport Beach, Cal- uh, California, <laughs> you get a uh, you get a parade, which is uh, super cool. Yeah. Anyway. if you're going to
0: get drafted, you might as well get a parade out of it. Yeah. Like, exactly. Why go number one when you could be Mr. Irrelevant and that's get a exactly, parade?
1: That's exactly that's right. what i Yeah. I don't see any parades being thrown for Trevor Lawrence. I don't either. So, there you go. It's a 2021 <laughs> NFL draft. Have, he'll
0: have Super Bowl. Get, uh, it's, in the, um, one day. it's in the.
1: It's in the. It's in the books. It's in the pockets. Out of sight the 2021 NFL Draft. Uh, of course, thanks to our friends at Panini America for sponsoring our coverage on texasfootball.com. You can find uh, complete coverage of how Texans shook out in the 2021 NFL Draft on texasfootball.com. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.